Hey, listeners, we love taking you along in our time machine to explore relics of the past. Fascinating things from the past. Things from the past that make you go, what? So buckle up, because we're going all the way back to 2003. Yes, welcome to the summer of 2003. Hey, I love those Robin's Egg Blue Capris you're wearing. Very fetch. Isn't Frankie Muniz just the coolest? Let's go see a movie. What do you mean what's playing? We're going to go see From Justin to Kelly, starring American Idol winner Kelly Clarkson and American Idol runner-up Justin Guarini. From Justin to Kelly, this week on This Was a Thing. This was a thing. Yo, girl, remember Blink-182? Low-rise jeans on everyone, yo. The flight of the balloon boy. And the fall of my space. And damn, it's nipple slipping. This was a thing. It hardly bling. Freddy got fingered was a thing. This was a thing. Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Ray. And you're listening to This Was a Thing, the podcast that dives deep into the cultural happenings of yesteryear. On today's episode, we're looking at From Justin to Kelly. This was a thing because American Idol was the hottest show on television. So what was the next logical step for a television show? Make a musical spinoff, of course, and boy, they have made a film. From Justin to Kelly is your classic spring break musical romantic coming of age beach party film, right? It's a film that hits a lot of notes, has plenty of key 2003 fashion, and of course, stars two of the hottest singing sensations of the time, Miss Kelly Clarkson and Mr. Justin Guarini. Now, I went into this film knowing parts of its strange history, ready to watch what was considered to be a quote-unquote failure. And boy, oh boy, did I watch and I enjoyed Let's talk about how we got to this point. <laughs> so, American Idol premiered on Fox on June 11th, 2002, and it was an immediate success. A singing competition show created by Simon Fuller, not Simon Cowell, a different Simon. Well, American Idol was based on Fuller's hit British show, British Idol. I know. American Idol was a pop culture phenomenon. It may very well be the best time capsule to go back and look at what's considered cool in the early 2000s. Ryan Seacrest. From Ryan Seacrest to belly shirts to baggy pants to having 27 too many rubber bands in your hair, Idol was it. Now, season one introduced us to judges Simon Cowell and Paula Abdul and Mr. Randy Nodog. Jackson. Now, they immediately became icons because of their distinct personalities. We also can't forget about the host who parlayed this show into a production juggernaut. Unfortunately, I'm not talking about Brian Dunkelman. No, I'm talking about Seacrest. That's right, Seacrest. 
Does he have a first name? Not anymore. Seacrest in, Seacrest still not out. He was the sole host of season two because Dunkleman thought, you know what? Nah, I'm going to dunk on them. Dunk on them, Dunkleman. And he's like, I'm not coming back because I am bigger than season two. And it was considered one of the biggest mistakes in history for the man to leave. And yes, that is true because he left and he wasn't fired because he was like, nope, I'm bigger than this now. The winner for season one ended up being Miss Kelly Clarkson. Here she is immediately after winning. Now, mind you, I could have picked a better clip of her singing this, but this is immediately after she won, so she was a little emotional and a little pitchy. A little hoarse. <laughs> yes. A little so hoarse. She's been crying. Uh, I understand. But I wanted to, I wanted the audience to feel what it was like sitting at home in 2002. So the runner-up was Justin Guarini. The season one finale was viewed by 22.8 million people people which is a freaking huge number like that's the juggernaut this was the top 10 finalists went on a 30 city tour following the finale and instead of playing in los angeles they played in anaheim instead of new york city they performed in east rutherford new jersey the only next logical step would be to turn this success into a mo. Now, American Idol creator didn't have to go very far to find someone to write this film. Nope. His brother, Kim Fuller, had been writing for television for some time now. Kim Fuller or Tim Fuller? Kim. K-I-M. Yeah. He wrote for the uh, British sketch comedy show Not the Nine O'Clock News, which is one of the first places that Rowan Atkinson, who went on to be Mr. Bean, was from. That was one of his first television shows. Kim Fuller had also written a hit film, 1997's Spice World. (gasps) Kim Fuller was fully prepared and ready to write the next hit musical comedy. Spice up your life! So to direct, Robert Iscove was brought on. Now, he previously directed ABC's production of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. Very good. Starring... Brandy. And... Whitney. Very good. Good. So now that we've established the stars, writer, director of the movie, it's time for my beat-by-beat reaction. Beat your face. So first, let me go ahead and tell you about the other cast of characters besides Justin and Kelly. Justin or Kelly. Kelly or Justin Justin and or Kelly. Now, Kelly's gal pals include future Tony Award winning actress Anika Nani Rose. <gasps> I love her. She was brilliant in the Dreamgirls movie. Absolutely. And then Party Girl. Now, Party Girl 
is a nut job. And I'm only going to refer to this girl as party girl because it just makes sense. And then also later on, she gets offended by someone calling her a party girl. Now, let me tell you all about Justin's dudes. All right. So it's Justin. Then there's one friend I usually only refer to as douche or the douche. The other friend I refer to as dork, dweeb, or doofus because let's be honest, they are portraying him to be the biggest dork, dweeb, or doofus in movie land. Now, that's not bullying. It's how he is written. That's the only way you're supposed to feel about him. You are supposed to feel sorry for this man. Now, of course, there's also hot lady cop and the random cowboy who hangs out at the bar that Kelly works at. He may own it. Who knows? Okay, now that I've explained the characters, ladies and gentlemen, here is my beat-by-beat analysis for From Justin to Kelly. And I will say, I have waited a lifetime for a moment like this. Lights down. Play. It opens with Kelly singing at a country bar that's empty. She wears a long denim skirt. She is also a waitress. Just to take a Thanks, Luke. Does Kelly Clarkson in real life talk with a Southern accent? She has a bit of a Southern accent. She's from the South. But yeah, they definitely play it up in this. So as soon as Kelly is done with her shift, as she is walking out the door, oh, well, it's Anika Nani Rose and Party Girl. Her friends ask her to take them to Miami. Just randomly, Kelly has no idea it's happening. So cue intros. The intro song is Kelly's version of Vacation All I Ever Wanted. Names and titles on things like bumper stickers or freeway signs. Wait. Why is there a Fort Lauderdale sign? Kelly, your friends wanted to go to Miami. Oops, first problem there. They ended up in Fort Lauderdale. Well, that's not going to change anything. Time to party. Oh, look, here's Justin and his two boys just cruising the streets, dressed very 2003, Florida vacation. Now, dork friend is in a tan bucket hat, lime green shirt, olive green cargos, cell phone adorned to his Belt. This is literally the 2001 fantasy that every guy would oh, have. absolutely. Now, douche friend has arranged for them to be judges of a whipped cream bikini contest. Oh, Hell yeah, dog! This is gonna be awesome! Alright, now, the group name for these three badass badasses, the Pennsylvania Posse. Woohoo! That is fucking awesome! Awesome. They got a crew name. They are going to take Fort Lauderdale by storm. All right. Now, the dweeb is excited to meet up with a girl there. He has seen her web page, and I've been cyber chatting with her for like a year. Now, I will say this. 2003 was a shit year for fashion, but who knew at the time? Now, there's an MC on the beach getting people hyped. Here's his actual lines. West Coast, are you with me? East Coast, are you with me? And everyone is with them. The coasts have come together. Oh, yeah. What about the Midwest, which is the heart of this country? Why are they not being acknowledged or recognized in this film? They go to Daytona Beach. I understand. Continue. Oh, wait. I totally forgot. Oh, snap. This 
It's a musical. Song one, huge group beach number called The Bounce, The Love, L-U-V. Here we go, baby. Oh, yeah. Is it wrong that I think the cutest one is the geek? Now, okay, the six main people start dancing and dancing with randoms on the beach. Kelly and Justin meet. Oh, my God, love connection. Nope, only for one second. Is it just passing in the moonlight? Who knows? I have to say this, though. Kelly and Justin are not dancers. They can sing, but not the dancing. (laughs) They're doing everything they can to not focus on Justin and Kelly dancing. Kelly seems to be blocked by two big male dancers and a wide shot. Like, they they are figuring out everything they can to be like... Okay. Cover up. Yeah, exactly. Just step. St- Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question. Please, please. What were Kelly and Justin like prior to being on American Idol? Were they performers or they just like singing? And I think they both grew up doing like musicals and stuff. But like high school stuff? Yeah, exactly. I mean, before they got into American Idol, they were like, you know, nobodies. Got it. I'm assuming what they were like, well, they're like, oh, they can sing. I'm assuming they can dance. And that was an assumption that should not have been made. Exactly. Uh, and then we're on set and we're like, what do we do now? Yeah. And then they're ah. like, let's, okay, do we still have the budget for 40 extra dancers? <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, this is good. After the number is over, Douche busts out a sick freestyle rap. <clears throat> you'll be heartbreaking, better yet, heart busting. Just follow me and Justin, and soon you'll be lusting after you. Now, the freestyle immediately, swear to God, gets him a ticket. From the hot lady cop. He got a ticket on the beach for rapping? Maybe it wasn't a good rap. I mean, it was a terrible rap, but Fort Lauderdale, I'll tell you what, they are strict with public indecency. Kelly and her friends see this, and they are just unimpressed by the rapping. They're like, oh, hell no. So... We're back at the girls' hotel. Party Girl tells Kelly that the curly-haired guy was totally checking her out. In case you're not familiar, Justin Guarini has curly hair. Kelly responds with, this is an exact quote, No, he wasn't! I don't think he has, I don't think she said the H, so it's, No, he wasn't! I can't really get it, but I know that I wrote it. No, all caps. H in a, like, uh... Parentheses? Parentheses, yes, and then E wasn't, so... No, E wasn't! Yeah. No, E wasn't! Like, here, let me... Tr- you do, Kelly. Kelly, I think that cute curly hair guy was totally checking you out. No, E wasn't! Oh, my God! See? Comedy gold. Now, after that, we're back at the boys' vacay room. What a bachelor pad! Players paradise! Now, Justin is telling his boys that the one girl at the beach was... Special. Is this like Greece? <laughs> yeah. I you know, god damn it, I didn't even think of that. I will say there was a very Greece moment in this, and I will talk about that. Oh great. Now, everyone, everyone, the costumers, director, acting coaches, they're all trying their hardest, the hardest they can, to make the dweeb as dweeby 
as possible. How many fucking bucket hats does this guy have to bring to Fort Lauderdale? I know it's 2003, but Jesus fucking Christ. A, a long-sleeved rash guard under a Hawaiian shirt? We get it. All right, cut to, up oh, another beach party. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Did you know another cool thing about Fort Lauderdale I had no idea? They have random platforms where people are tap dancing on. Yeah. yeah, it's Fort Lauderdale. I had no idea. I mean, 2003, South Florida was my motherfucking kind of place. Oh my God, there's another platform for breakdancing. This party is lit. All right, Justin and Kelly sing a song separately. Now, they're singing about how do they approach one another, which, uh. you know, it makes sense. So the song is done, and Justin is at a fun little beach bar. You know, I guess he's a party promoter now. I think that's what he's doing. He has a bunch of bracelets to an exclusive party. Now, where did this come from? Is this the whipped cream bikini contest? The continuity in this is questionable at best. Now, there's a scuffle to get the bracelets, and it results in party girl getting trampled and just and escaping into the ladies room where who does he run into drying her hands uh uh anika nani rose no party girl no paul abdul kelly god i wish paul had a fucking uh, can is she in this no oh. i wish she was okay so they're in the bathroom so he runs into kelly kismet oh my god they introduce themselves and kelly asks about that weird whipped cream bikini contest women start to bang on the bathroom door looking for justin and his party bracelets luckily kelly helps him escape through a window Kelly writes her number on a paper towel with lipstick, and she throws it out of the window, and it lands in a puddle of water. Oh, no! And the lipstick is running, and he loses her number. Here's my aside. Kelly, girl, get some better lipstick. Or get business cards. Come on. If you're going to South Florida, there's humidity. Very wet. It's, yeah. I mean, you can't have... I mean, girl... I'm just looking out for you because I love you. I would just use a Sharpie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, Justin finds the party girl because she got trampled and asks for Kelly's number. Now, party's girl's response is, <clears throat> she's one bonnet shy of Amish and you're the mayor of spring break. Can you please recite that line for me again? She's one bonnet shy of Amish and you're the mayor of spring break. Continue. The mayor of spring break. Oh, my God. When I heard this shit, I fucking paused it right away just to get the correct wording this is up there with rosebud and i'll never go hungry again absolutely so she gives it to him but then we find out later that it's actually party girl's number <gasps> party girl is scandalous now justin texts all in caps i o u a b r g r u game question mark justin party girl texts back posing as kelly S-R-Y, not I-N-T-R-S-D, K-L-Y. I don't know what those mean. So Justin says, I owe you a burger, you game. And Party Girl says, sorry, not interested, Kelly. Why would she do that? Because she's scandalous, Rob, Jesus Christ. Now, Justin becomes noticeably upset, of course. Now, let's cut to the next day. Justin is still a little butthurt by what he thinks is Kelly's rejection. So he texts what he thinks is Kelly's number. Now, I won't take no for an answer that's what justin says justin this movie is not gonna fly buddy you need to chill the fuck out it's just a burger <laughs> yeah yeah now party girl enters kelly into the whipped cream bikini contest of course and kelly is not into the idea she says it's humiliating degrading 
and fattening. Just then she realizes that Justin helped organize this debauchery and he is just over there acting super cool. Kelly gets on stage and straight up whipped creams Justin in the face. You go, Kelly. Yeah. Justin catches up with Kelly at a hamburger stand where he tries to impress her by showing her how nice of a guy he is. He offers her some hot sauce to put on her Burger? Huh? She got a burger and he offered her hot sauce. No ketchup, no mustard, no, no mayo, without yeah. mylin. Here, do you want some hot sauce? He's well, nervous. Well, he pours the hot sauce and it, the top comes off and it gets all over her by accident. And after this, he still somehow convinces her to meet up with her. Justin and Kelly meet up to go out on a boat. Luckily for them... They have coordinated their outfits because they are both in shades of white, very 2003. Now, Kelly is wearing a small white hoodie with white pants, accompanied by a big floppy hat. Justin is wearing a white tracksuit with the word security on the back, but it's written cool, so he won't get mistaken for an actual security guard. So he also wears eggshell gray-colored cargo pants that look like they are made out of material of windbreakers. So let's just go back to 2003 and remember all that beautiful windbreaker material that was nylon right it was like a nylon like a nylon yeah remember that yeah man that was like i've been trying to forget about it but the sound of just walking is will never you knew you. you knew when someone was coming absolutely justin is piloting the boat and starts singing to kelly and it appears as if the boat is headed right into the sun because on the close-up of Kelly, it seems like she can't keep her eyes open because of the glare of the sun. So it's just like, there's this great like romantic scene. She's just like, oh God, oh my God. She makes that with the boom mic. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like Justin, I'm sorry. Hey friends, hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, could you do us a favor? After you listen to today's episode, open up your podcast app and leave us a review, please. The more reviews we get, the more people will discover us, and the more people that discover us, the less lost we'll feel. You're good, buddy. It's okay. Uh, Look, nothing has ever been easier to do. Just go ahead and grab a pen real quick. It's okay. We'll wait. Don't worry. Okay, head on over to your podcast app, click those three dots in the lower right-hand corner, click Go to Show, scroll down till you see ratings and reviews, then leave us some stars and a comment or two so our parents know that it was worth all the tuition that they spent. And if you really love us, head on over to Patreon.com and send us some money, and in return, you will get access to merch, special episodes, bonus content, pictures of me shirtless. Okay, okay, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search This Was a Thing and help us out. But you know what? You've already helped us out today by listening to us, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. Now, Justin walks Kelly back to her hotel, and they awkwardly say goodnight. No kiss. The sexual tension is palpable. Next day, douche friend gets another ticket from the hop cop. This time, he was running away from a big guy and then trips and falls right into an art vendor's display. Mm, Crazy. Now, Kelly and her friends are just chilling by the pool. They unsubtly call party girl a party girl. Party Girl does not like this comparison. Party Girl texts Justin as Kelly. This is the exact text. 
JSTN. Justin. FGT Beach. Forget the beach. CU at Pearl. CU at Pearl. KLY. KLY? From Justin 2. Kelly. There you go. Party Girl has a musical number in a bar with a bunch of men. She walks around the bar, which is a total Party Girl move. Am I right? The lyrics essentially imply she doesn't care what people say. Oh my God. The whole last musical number for Party Girl was a fantasy. It was a Party Girl fantasy. So she's just at the bar by herself. So Justin shows up to the bar looking for Kelly, but Party Girl has other intentions. Surprise, surprise. Party Girl tells Justin that he's a party boy and that he needs someone other than Kelly. She tells him that Kelly has a boyfriend back home, which is a lie. Kelly has never mentioned a boyfriend. So yeah, Party Girl is lying to Justin, and I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, next next day, douche friend is running another party and Justin runs up to tell him that MTV just got there. So at this point in my notes, I put a theory what I think is going to happen for the rest of the movie. And so this is my theory that I had. The film is based on Justin throwing in that MTV was there. Okay, a brand. Justin and Kelly end up in, in a singing competition. It gets put on TV and they become popular and they fall in love. That right? That seems like, okay, yeah, perfect. MTV. There's 30 minutes left in the film. Let's see how, how I do. Okay, Kelly walks right past Justin looking way different than before. She's totally putting out a I'm way cool vibe. This is definitely her Sandy at the end of Grease moment. Well, it's time for Kelly and Anika Nani Rose to duet and show everyone who runs this party. Woo! Now, Justin gets thrown in a pool. Lyrics for this song include bomb dig it. Bomb dig it. Now here is Kelly's entrance into the beginning of the song. They will do anything not to show this woman dancing. No, yeah, and it's all like upper, it's arm movements when they, they do they, close-ups. They are showing everything but this person. Isn't it, isn't it funny? This is where some crazy stuff starts happening, Rob. Now it's crazy? Okay, so Kelly's cowboy, uh, the guy from the bar, from the cowboy bar that she works at, that goes and sees her sing, he shows up and kisses her right in front of Justin, <gasps> Rob. And Justin's like, you have a boyfriend? And Kelly's like, he's not my boyfriend. Ugh. And when she said that, I was like, oh, God, okay, phew. Because I was like, Kelly, that would not have been cool. Kelly pushes the cowboy away from her, which, considering he literally just attacked her, isn't very surprising. Now, the cowboy is in a big white cowboy hat and a green tank top at a pool party. Now, Justin and cowboy boss square up, almost resorting in fisticuffs, I swear to God, until douche friend breaks it up and says he knows a better way to solve this issue. Cut to Justin and Cowboy are sitting on hovercrafts on the beach, staring each other down in helmets. Safety first, obviously. Now, Douche Friend explains the rules. It involves throwing beanbags in the other guy's hovercraft. 
I guess. Oh, crap. It's on. It's on. An intense hovercraft battle. It is going on. Tossing the beanbags at each other. This is crazy. Justin, be careful, my man. I don't want you to get hurt. Oh, snap. That cowboy just got thrown off of his hovercraft. Paramedics rush to him, and so does Kelly. Uh-oh. Douche friend gets another ticket from the hot lady cop for illegal hovercraft betting. This degenerate needs to fucking be in jail already. This guy has gotten... I think, I mean, three or four tickets up to this point in, uh, in two days. Three strikes and you're out, my this friend. This guy is just running uh, Fort Lauderdale. Now, Kelly is waiting outside for Cowboy. He just had to get five whole stitches. He said that party girl invited him down, and he wants to be more than friends with Kelly. And it is very uh, aggressive. <laughs> it just, it doesn't, it's not very nice. It's not a good way to I try understand. to pick up. Anyway, party girl meets up with Justin, and she wants him and Kelly sees them from afar and she gets the wrong impression but then Justin turns down party girl but Kelly doesn't even realize it Kelly and party girl have a beach meetup at night party girl tells Kelly that Justin called her but she told him she couldn't betray her friend like that party girl why you gotta lie like that that's so fucked up Justin tries to talk to Kelly at a club and Kelly walks away crying he confronts her about the coy messages she's like what messages he's like game over over and walks away. Now Kelly is back with her friends acting totally bum. She accidentally picks up Party Girl's phone and totally sees Justin text and she's like, "What?" And Party Girl confesses and she's like, "Just jelly of Kelly cuz Kelly can be real." Do you understand what that means? She's jelly of Kelly cuz Kelly can be real cuz Kelly can be honest. She's jealous of Kelly cuz Kelly can live her life as an honest person. Party Girl's like, "I thought that if I could maybe get Justin to like me, I could be as good as you." Kelly's like, you're nothing like me, Alexa, which is Party Girl's real name. I would never do that to a friend. Alexa, turn on Justin. And you know what? I believe Kelly when she said that. I really do. I don't think Kelly would do that to a friend. She seems very loyal. Now, anyway, Kelly gets her hiking, singing, belting moments, lyrics, anytime you need a love, baby, I'm on your side. Justin walks up right as Kelly's ending her song. Justin sounding like Kermit. I'm here often. <laughs> Swear to God, he sounded like fucking Kermit. Now, Justin says that he was on his way to the airport and was stopped by Party Girl. Kelly to Justin, what stopped you? Party Girl, I did. <laughs> what is wrong with the way that people speak in I, this movie? I have no idea. Now, Party Girl tells them that their love is fate and that they belong together. Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, shit. Duet time. Just hold on to my No, they kiss in front of a fountain and they finally kiss and it's just, oh my God, it just made me so happy. Now, there's one last party, of course. This is the next day. There's one last party to close out the movie. The cop then shoots the douchebag. <laughs> no, Justin and Kelly are super happy. The dork dweeb guy finds his cyber girlfriend, douche friend, loses money on the party when all of a sudden, put your hands in the air. Step away from the pina colada. 
Oh shit, is it another ticket? Nope! Oh my god, hot cop is in a bikini and some kind of sheer pink tide over shirt, and she is off duty. And they walk off and they're totally gonna bone. I knew it. There was sexual tension from the very beginning. Now, Nikanani Rose had a minor storyline, not really important to the rest of the movie, but she ends up da- with her dancing busboy after all, so that's good. Her storyline is she's the most brilliantly talented person in this film exactly. with no lines. Exactly, okay. and I felt bad not covering her storyline and just didn't... It didn't work with Justin and Kelly. Now, Party Girl starts the final dance number. That's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. At least it ends with a cover. That's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, Ray Hebel, like it. Movie end. Boom. Now, the movie cost $12 million to make. It ended up making $4.9 million. It was considered a box office flop. Wait a minute, but if everyone loved American Idol, why wasn't this movie successful, sir? Well, the production company wouldn't allow screenings for critics. <laughs> So there wasn't really any advance promotion Wonder why. for okay. the film. <laughs> the film's second week box office take was 77% down from the first week, which is one of the biggest drops in film history. This film did set a record, though. The record for the shortest gap between theatrical premiere and home video DVD release. 29 days. 12 hours. Yes. So there was a commercial soundtrack with studio tracks uh, that was produced, but it remains unreleased due to the film's negative reception and unsatisfactory box office returns. However, a version of the song Timeless, sung by Clarkson and Guarini and recorded prior to the film, was included on Guarini's self-titled debut album. The movie holds a 10% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Time magazine described the film as a monstrous idol movie musical that in the most generous light is the worst film so far this century. Entertainment Weekly film critic Owen Gleiberman wrote in his review, How bad is from Justin to Kelly? Set in Miami during spring break, it's like Grease the Next Generation acted out by the food court staff at SeaWorld. Justin and Kelly would both go on to be nominated for Choice Movie Breakout Star at the Teen Choice yes! Awards, and they were also nominated for Choice Movie Chemistry. Yes! But it was also nominated for a number of Razzie Awards, including Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, Worst Actor, Justin Guarini, Worst Actress, Kelly Clarkson, Worst Remake or Sequel, Worst Screen Couple, Justin and Kelly, and then also Worst Excuse for an Actual Movie, No Concept, No Content. Now, the choreography was considered so bad, a special Golden Raspberry Governor's Award was created as an excuse to present the film with a Razzie for choreography. Unfortunately, from Justin Kelly was released the same year as Geely, starring J-Lo and Ben Affleck, and that swept the awards that year. Sorry. Now, Kelly Clarkson would go... On to say later, I cried for a solid hour on the phone with the creator of American Idol and pleaded to be let out of the contract that said I had to film from Justin to Kelly. She also said, I knew when I read the script it was going to be real, real bad, but when I won, I signed that piece of paper and not could not get out of it. Here is a clip of Kelly reflecting on Access Hollywood. That's not, I mean, I like musical theater, but I've never wanted to be an actress in any sense of the word. So, and literally the only things you've seen me act in is just because I want to be around the people that I'm working with. Like, and I suffer for it and I like vomit because I get so nervous. Like it's, it's not my forte, I'm aware. So, it, you know, I, I didn't want to do that. And really the winner contractually was obligated to do it. So um, 
I didn't, I didn't want to win. And we didn't know, you know, what would happen afterwards. So I thought, runner-up, we're all on the finale. We made it the same amount of shows. Like, you know, I probably have just as good a chance as making it and, find, you know, having a manager see me or like me or record deal. So, you know, I, I didn't, both of us were kind of like, eh, you know, it doesn't really matter who wins. But he really wanted to do the movie, and I didn't. So that's why I'm, when you see my face on camera, go, like, it, it's, there's this whole look of, like, of like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> I gotta do this damn movie. <laughs> I was like, I was stressed. I cried in a closet in my apartment for hours trying to get out of it. Wow. Yeah, well, it didn't work. <laughs> she did not want to win American Idol so she didn't have to do this film. Isn't that, like, amazing? I will say, based on the clips that you've shown me, though, she's not Meryl Streep by any means, but she's not embarrassed. I don't think she's embarrassing. No, she's not she's, embarrassing. She's very charming. No, exactly, and... Here's the thing. She may not be able to act that well, but she, she has a presence to her yeah. and she's like a natural performer. And so she, exactly like you said, like she's charming. Did Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson actually have a relationship? There was rumors of a relationship and stuff while it was happening, but it wasn't ever confirmed. Okay. Okay. So yeah, there was the hot rumors, but that could have just very well been season one. You know, first time American Idol being and Can I ask another question? Yeah. So Kelly Clarkson won. Yeah. Why is the movie called From Justin to Kelly? Wouldn't it be From Kelly to Justin? Alphabet. But she won. Did he send her something? The only thing that is sent in this is a te are text messages. And he sends it to her first? Yeah. Well, he texts the party girl. But, but he thinks th so it so is. He is sending something from yes, Justin okay, to Kelly. That probably is the most analyzation this film has ever undergone. Just that one question that you you asked. Well, next month, don't forget it's being released on Criterion. That's true. Janice Films will deal with <laughs> Kelly and Justin. American Idol would go on to have 15 seasons on Fox and end in 2016. The whole time with one host, Seacrest, and a flurry of different judges, there was never another movie. Sadly, American Idol would be no more. <laughs> Just kidding! ABC totally brought it back in 2018. We only had two years off. We needed it, right? With Seacrest still aboard, sailing that ship to Money Island. Now, Kelly Clarkson would go on to have a successful music career. She's had numerous top 10 hits and even won two Grammy Awards. And she turned her successful music career into a successful television career with her talk show, The Kelly Clarkson Show, which premiered in 2009. Now, Justin would go on to do some Broadway and regional theater productions. He released two albums, Justin Guarini in 2003, and Stranger Things Have Happened in 2005. But he's probably most known after Idol as Lil Sweet in the Diet Dr. Pepper commercials. Lil we coming out of the deep end totally dry. Take this. Mama, give your lungs a breather. Those tired lips deserve something sweeter. A Diet Dr. Pepper. Ooh. Mmm. Sweet. Mama likes it sweet. Hey, how about me? I came for her. Are you a lifeguard or something? No. But I know CPR. Help me, I'm drowning. <laughs> Little sweet, take it off like a rocket. Diet Dr. Pepper. So it took me a while when I first saw those to realize it was Justin Guarini, but at the very bottom of the screen it says Justin Guarini as Lil Sweet. And so it makes me very happy that Justin is doing that and 
it's a funny little bit. He is, I like I said, I've seen him on stage. He's very, he's a very talented guy. And yeah, I mean, and he's there's been a a decent amount of these commercials, and they even released a Funko Pop of this little sweet character that was only released at like Seven Eleven. Do you so have it? I tried getting it on eBay, and the guy shafted me out of it. <gasps> yeah. So, folks, if you can get this for Ray, trust me, I was trying to fucking get the Diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> Ray will come to your house to pick it up and entertain you for hours. Yeah. He will do a one-man version uh, from Justin to Kelly. But from the dorked weeb's perspective. It's kind of brilliant, folks. Okay, folks. That was my full doctoral thesis analysis on From Justin to Kelly, an American classic. From Justin to Kelly to TED Talk with Ray Hebel. (laughs) Now, when we get back from the break, we'll discuss if it's time to make some more films starring contest participants. This was a thing. This was a thing. And now, this is a sketch. Well, now that we have a winner for season two, we can finally get that ball rolling. Once From Justin to Kelly breaks summer box office records, audiences will be salivating over From Reuben to Clay. All title, yours truly, Reuben and Clay. Ooh, I really think that that firefighter musical comedy buddy flick is a perfect avenue for America's newest sweetheart. Tagline, fire in Reuben's hole. Easy, that's too much. Right, right, okay, 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 let me think. Cut up, I, I got it, I got it. Oh, okay, it starts off with uh, uh, Reuben, yeah, he's, uh, he's driving, he's driving a fire truck, he's driving to an emergency, and Clay will be on that little back section, you know, uh... Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh uh, the, the, the bumper. No, 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 not the bumper. The, the, the fire pole. No, not the fire pole. The ladder, the ladder, the ladder, the ladder. Yes, the ladder. Thank you, got it, okay, he's on the ladder, got and, it. And then they get to the place, and, and it's not a fire, it's a cat, it's a cute little kitty cat in a tree. <coughs> a kitty cat? This is the beginning of the movie, it has to start off with a bang. What if the cat's on fire? <coughs> oh, perfect, okay, yeah, and then we throw in a song there, and, uh, okay, have the boys and lyrics write up something with the title, um, Old Burnt Cat. Right away, maybe Mariah Carey, Old Burnt Cat. Spontaneous combustion, just like that. Leave it to lyrics. Right, right. Oh my God, I'm on my way. We did it again. Is the Coke guy here yet? Yeah, he just got here. Good. Come in, Dunkelman. Thank you. This was a sketch. Now, American Idol is a major pop culture behemoth that ruled the early aughts. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. When you think of early 2000s, American Idol is at least in the top three of if you were to say, okay, here are things that you could think of that were popular. That's always going to be number one for me. Yeah, and it died down in popularity as time went on, but those first at least three seasons or so, you always had a connection to someone watching American Idol if you didn't watch it yourself, so you kind of have an idea. And I can't really remember a reality show that has really been discussed on mainstream mainstream like news and stuff more than American Idol outside of like bad things but I feel like American Idol was covered like on you know in one of the top five stories at 11 o'clock news every night and stuff I mean, Absolutely. it was just huge who was getting kicked off exactly and all that. Yeah. You, you don't see that with reality shows nowadays unless it's like someone did something racist this film I would say is in a wonderful extension of what American Idol was in the early aughts. And, you know, the aughts did need the awkward musical romantic comedy because every era has one. And now the aughts gets to claim from Justin to Kelly as its own. I don't think American Idol would ever make another movie featuring contestants, especially after from Justin to Kelly. Now, if it was a success, there would be a new one after every season. Now, if anything, this film showed that just because someone can sing really well doesn't mean they should carry a film. I'd say that it needs to be celebrated because it's just such a time capsule 
to 2003, and it's just funny seeing all the awful style from back then, and if you go into this movie knowing what you're getting into, it's actually fairly enjoyable. Just be ready to yell, what the hell is happening? More than a few times. But we should be leaning into it. Oh, absolutely. You know what else we should be leaning into? A game. Can you sing a little bit to get us into the game? A moment like this. I'm being a lifetime for a moment like this. Some people laugh forever. I'm only one bet you can. Oh, I can't believe it's happening to me. This was a thing, and now it's a quiz. This is a this was a quiz. With Mark Schroeder. From Justin to Kelly. From Justin to Ke- This seemed like another coked up TV ex- movie executive yeah. this time. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, who's basically saying, I got an idea. Let's just throw these people together. And I think this movie, you could have a movie called From Justin to Kelly, cast with literally any other Justin and any other Kelly. And it would probably be better. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play a little game called From Justin Who to Kelly What Now? <laughs> okay. And how this game's going to work is you're each going to do two of these. You're each going to pitch me a movie. Okay? Okay. Based on a different Justin and a different Kelly than Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson. Okay. You're going to pitch me the plot of the movie based on who they are. And you're going to get me to see this movie. So I'm going to do Ray first. From Justin to Kelly starring Justin Timberlake and Kelly Osborne. Ooh, oh. Kelly Osborne. Oh, I I didn't even have Kelly Osborne in my orbit. I was thinking another Kelly. Okay, Justin and Kelly. Okay, so it's one of those things where they find each other when they're they it's they're playing themselves and they're on the Today show, different segments, and they happen to be in a green room and they just strike up a conversation and they're like, "Wait, we're both singers?" Kelly, you're not doing that morning show anymore. You're fine. You're not doing Fashion Police. I'm Justin Timberlake. Right now, I have an open schedule. So they book a tour, but they only go to Branson. So they drive from New York, where the Today Show is, and they don't do any shows in between, but they end up in Branson, and they take over Branson. But then Branson is actually in the middle of a huge economic downturn, and so they are the ones that bring Branson back. And it ends with Justin and Kelly... uh, uh, just doing a show and you find out that Kelly Osborne can't tap and that's like the through line is that the whole conversation throughout is what do you mean you can't tap she's like I can't tap that's a that's my Kelly Osborne <laughs> I don't know something like that it probably it'll go to it'll go to DVD but it'll go to DVD I'd watch that movie Rob your movie from Justin to Kelly starring Justin Long and Kelly Bundy oh okay so from Justin Long to Kelly Bundy is the story of when Justin Long gets stuck at the Chicago airport and uh, his girlfriend is this real shrew and she's like, I need new shoes. Get me new shoes. I can't walk in the airport with these shoes. So he goes to Al Bundy's shoe store, Gary's. And while he's there, Kelly's there and he asks Kelly out on a date and then Justin and Kelly get into madcap adventures all throughout Chicago. Um, they rob the bank that Marcy works at. Um, they go to a Grandmaster B concert. Mm-hmm. And just be really, really happy that the show is still in syndication. Right. Yeah, can Darcy be in there somewhere? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. What? And the two villains are Jefferson Darcy 
and uh, Steve Rhodes. Oh, they come back. They join forces. And they join forces. And they're going to stop Justin and Kelly. All right. I like it. Why are they? T- why did they join forces? I don't fucking know, man. Why the fuck is Kelly Osborne and Branson? Hey, guys, guys, guys. I don't know. Because Branson is in the middle of an economic downturn. You should just... I, I didn't say anything about that stupid idea. I was just trying to build on it. Ray, from Justin to Kelly, starring Justin Trudeau and Kelly Kapowski. Okay. Well, Kelly Kapowski is still teaching, and... At the school, and then all of a sudden, the principal role is open, and she's like, "You know what? I think I'm going to finally go for it. I think I can do it." And then all of a sudden, some this beautiful Canuck comes in, and he takes over, and then she realizes that you know what? She doesn't want to be an administrator. She can get to the kids so much better by just being a teacher. And Justin Trudeau comes in, and he realizes that he can get with Kelly Kapowski a lot better than he can get with them kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's a love story. It's not like that kind of stuff. I realized that's where I was going to (laughs) go. Anyway, they end up in love, um, and they end up, uh, they buy a Tim Hortons franchise. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, they bring that to, uh, they actually open up a Tim Hortons in Bayside High. (laughs) Rob Schneider, from Justin to Kelly, Mm -hmm. starring Justin Bieber and Kellyanne Conway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, Justin Bieber is uh, in a foster home. And his his parents are going to be played by Billy Ray Cyrus and Reba McIntyre. Would he be a baby? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And he's and and they're his foster parents, and uh, they, and and he's always believed that they're his real parents. And then he finds out that he can't line dance, and he's like, "Oh my god, I must not really be their kid." So I'm going to try to figure out who I am, and uh, he does a 23 and Me. And realizes that his real mom, his birth mom, is Kellyanne Conway. So then he goes on an adventure to Washington, D.C. to reunite with his mother, Kellyanne Conway, who will be played in this version by Lady Elaine Fairchild from Mr. Rogers. Oh, wow. Okay. Some creative choices. I'm going to see all four of these movies. These are great. Their mouths move the same. These are great features. Uh, Two of the movies had characters who didn't know how to do certain dances. That was a big crux of the story. Couldn't tap dance and couldn't line dance. I guess that's a big dramatic thing for you guys is it's just in our blood yeah characters who struggle with dance actually justin and kelly oh, right, both kelly they Clarkson. struggled with yeah. dancing on the filming and, yeah. and in like wide shots you can tell that like they strategically placed like a big dude doing like a flip in, in front of in kelly's front of lower like body. lower body yeah <laughs> so as long as she got like the upper arms right that's brilliant no this was brilliant thank you mark thank you mark thank, thank you. you if there's a uh, justin to kelly that we've not mentioned throw it out at us on social media also don't forget folks if you remember watching from Justin to Kelly, or if you had a real big emotional stake in American Idol at the time, hit us up. That's uh, 1-900-RUBIN. Is that how you used to vote on that? I don't think it was 900, but it was call-in. Oh, yeah. So call, call in. Even call though there in. was the internet. Whatever. Awesome. All right. Hang 10, dude. See you later. See you on the beach. Thanks for listening to This Was a Thing, and a big thanks to the folks that keep this show running. Our editor, Daniel Cutcut Schwartzberg, our composer, Billy Better Than DC Reese, our social media director, Gabe Hashtag Crawford, our graphic designer, Natalie's Nothing Too Graphic DeSavia, and finally, our games coordinator, Mark the Shark Schroeder. 
If you liked what we did today, make sure to head on over to iTunes to rate and review us. The more stars you leave us, the more love we feel. Hey, speaking of love, show us some social media love. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at This Was A Thing Pod and Facebook we are This Was A Thing Podcast. Reach out, we'd love to hear from you. And if you really liked what we did today, head on over to Patreon.com and become one of our sponsors and you'll get access to special episodes, interviews, and merch. That's Patreon. Search This Was A Thing and support us so we can keep doing this show. 